so when I was thinking about, uh, I'm taking a course now on <clears throat> on death, on death as as it's viewed by different cultures, um, <clears throat> different religions, different cultures, different areas, different time spans. <clears throat> and I, I mean, I thought to do it because it's not unusual for me to um, have a client that's that's dying. It's a little unusual, but it certainly isn't. I, would, I wouldn't exactly call it rare. Um, and it's very frequently that I will have students or clients who have um, had both very close people to get people close to them who are dying or have just died. Um, partners, children, uh, whoever. And this is a very difficult period because I, I don't know that we are more human anytime than when we are expressing grief. And I, I don't project much of anything here, but if I were to, and actually I found out, I found right now that I cannot project. <laughs> so that's interesting. So, but if I was to, if I was to guess what would happen here, if um, Betsy were to die, but Betsy's parents who are friends of mine are 90 and 96. So there's something, probably not too far in the future there. There is, um, but if I were to think about it closer to home, if Betsy were to die or whatever, I don't know what will happen here, but I know that there's a full-blown human here that is capable of the full range of human emotions and that awakeness doesn't stop me from grieving. What awakeness does is it allows me to grieve fully without caring what anybody else thinks about it. And that's, that's not a bad place to be. Um, it's, but we have to, we want to be skillful when we're working with other people who've just had deaths in the family or they've just found out they're dying. And it's, it, so we don't want to go non-dual unless there's an opening. We don't even necessarily want to go non-dual on ourselves. What I'm saying is if the non-dual truth arises and it's that's our experience of this grieving situation, then, then, then go with that. Don't, don't think, you know, that, then that's perfectly fine. But if it's not, if you're just blown away by this, be fully blown away. Just go ahead and just let it go, let it run through. There's no, because I'm supposed to be awake, I should have a certain reaction. Because number one, there's not any anything saying that you should be awake to this arising or any other rising. You should be awake to every arising that you're awake to. You're, you, you shouldn't be awake to any arisings that you're not awake to. When you look at this, 
however we're experiencing this, however we're experiencing this experience, if you will, however we are experiencing this arising, which involves the death of someone else, or it's, or it's, or it's the announcement that our own death is impending, then it's, that's a difficult one because we can't really deal with the, with, our, with the idea of our own extinction. There's always this sense that death is part of my life, and <laughs> actually it happens after. Right? So, so I wouldn't be, and it doesn't mean that can't some kind of dream continue. Okay, that's fine. The, with, but all of it, but it, it is all dream. It is all dream. I don't care. And if it, it's the and, and if if you are the Tibetans, it's a dream. And if you're the Christians, it's a dream. There's Caroline. And I told him myself, Caroline. I told him about. I was late to today too. God Almighty. Um, but it's the misidentification that really causes the suffering. Because let's t just take a quick check. But the last time that I did. There was one thing going on, and you're it. And you can't die. It's, you're not going to die. That's that, that instinctive sense. One of the reasons these things have such a difficult time coming to grips with their own mortality is that it's a limited mortality. It's limited to this. But the one who's thinking, I ain't going to die, is right. But it's not, but it's misidentified as to what it is when it's saying that. That's not the unit saying that. That's, that's awakeness itself that knows I don't die. It also knows I don't age, which is the reason we go to the mirror. I just got through shaving and when, and as an old guy in my mirror, I don't know how I got there, who he is, but it's because, because surely I'm still 22 and that's the way it feels. I notice that that's not the way that people respond to me anymore, sadly enough. The, um, but it's, this death only becomes a problem when I think I'm this body. And this is just, this, it, it, this is the most clear-cut thing that there can be, is, is that we see it, we, we, we believe it before we see it which is I am not this body. Because before we ever wake up, we're saying, oh, I, I know, I'm not this body. The problem is the one who's saying that is the body. <laughs> the character is saying, I, I know that I will never die, but the, but the character has never been born. It's this misidentification that I am this body, and it pulls, and we can also be, it can also be the I am this mind, or it can be combination. But usually it's our focus is on one or the other, is that I get over the fact that as we wake up, as we clear up, we begin to get over the idea that I'm this body, but it's far harder to, many times, it's far harder to relinquish the idea that I am not these thoughts, that these thoughts that are occurring are not mine. It's, it, it, is, it, and it is absolutely flooring once it's recognized that these thoughts, that these thoughts don't necessarily influence reality, right? That I could just be over here, just and I notice that that's a, on a notice it on a regular basis. 
because I can sit over here and I can rant and I can rave and then I, and, and I, you know, and, and all that. And then I run into the person who did me wrong and I say, Hey, how you doing? They say, Hey, great friends. Nice to see you. In other words, they, they my, all my ranting and raving that I don't want to fess up to in front of them. They never, they never felt it. They never heard it. They never, they never, it's, it's not, it's not part of, it hasn't come into the world. My idea that it shouldn't be raining, it really shouldn't, I've got something I need to do, it doesn't affect the rain one iota. So relinquishing the idea that our thoughts directly affect, and let me keep saying directly, because there's an indirectly, an indirect thing that we can talk about, but that, but this identification that I'm the body and is what pulls us back. When I say body for the rest of the for the rest of the session here, I mean body or mind, body mind, but body shorter. So it it's always comes back to the fact that I think I'm that I think I'm this body. Even in and you know, in in awakening, that's usually the first thing that's seen is oh my God, I'm not that body after all. I mean that's you that's typically the first or second level of awakening is just noticing that I'm not the body, that I'm actually the vastness. Now there's a later level of awakening where we see that I am the vastness and that body because you're oneness. You can't be one or the other. You're both. You're all inclusive, never exclusive. That's a real good way to check what is part of oneness. So is that part of oneness, um, even if it's just an appearance within oneness, it's occurring within oneness. So there's nothing out, you don't, there's not an outside to you. 